0: Well, hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me once again today. Pleasure to have you with me. You know, we talk about a wide variety of topics uh, here at ExaCoach Radio, but mainly geared toward those of you who are thinking about your future, about the next three to five, maybe ten years when you can exit from your existing business. And then you're going to figure out what else you want to do with your life. And a lot of people, believe it or not, um, start a new business uh, after they try, you know, playing golf for a little while or, realize that, you know, staying home isn't all it's cracked up to be. Uh, And maybe, of course, these days travel is difficult. And oftentimes, they turn to a franchise operation. Uh, And the reason I hear about that is that, well, when I started my business many, many years ago, I had an idea for solving a particular niche. And, you know, I didn't see a franchise out there. I didn't see a pre-established type of business I could buy into. So I started it on my own and I built it up. Uh, but nowadays, there are hundreds, thousands of franchises out there. So my first guest is going to talk to us about that. Kim Daly is a franchise expert, a business coach, and a motivational speaker, and uh, her goal is to inspire people to achieve their dreams of small business ownership through the perfect franchise opportunity. Kim, welcome, thanks so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you, bill it's such a pleasure. What a great introduction. Thank you.
0: Well. Kim, this is something that I think is on a lot of our listeners' minds. Again, our listeners being baby boomers who are thinking, you know, if I was to start my business again, what would I want? I'd want an established marketing plan. I'd want, you know, I'd want uh, to be able to buy into um, the the brain trust that maybe created another business so it's a huge topic i think these days tell us a little bit about you and your background before we get into it because i know you do a lot more than franchising with your coaching and speaking and and that type of thing tell us about that
1: yes bill well i definitely want to get back to that question because that's exactly why people turn to franchising is so they don't have to recreate the wheel i work with many uh, entrepreneurs who then say listen i know how hard it is (laughs) Start something from scratch, and this time around, I don't want to spend all that time and money. I want to just buy into something. It's worth paying a franchise fee to be given that ready-made toolbox, and off I go. And to be able to scale a business uh, significantly faster for that next uh, run at being a business owner. So um, that's the. You're, we'll come back to that. But yes, I am a franchise consultant. I help people. Um, Understand what franchising is, what it isn't. I coach them through a process that helps them select the right franchise, the right one being more based on um, what they want to wake up and do every day as a business owner rather than the widget that they think they want to sell, right? Because when you're a business owner, sometimes it doesn't really matter like what the widget is so long as you're proud to say or represent that widget. But what more matters is you know, if, you're a, if you love building teams and managing people that you get to go to work every day and build teams and manage people, right? Or if you're a salesperson and you like influencing others, you want to be out in the field selling and influencing. So we match using um, a process that matches characteristics that people are looking for, um, and then I bring the fr- those franchisors to that model that we've built. And I coach people through a process. It takes about one to two months to select the right business for most people. I help them with the financing aspect. I help them go through the legal documentation, not as an attorney, but understanding high level, you know, the, the legal relationship between a franchisee and a franchisor. And basically my job, Bill, is to help people be competent, in their due diligence, so they can be confident in their final decision, whether it's yes or no. And I do it all Excellent. for free.
0: That's pretty good. That's a really good price. <laughs> you might want to think about, that. I, mean, to my, to somebody about my, that. I always tell
1: people, look, remember, this is free for you. That doesn't mean it's cheap. It means it's priceless. <laughs> right? <laughs> I get paid like a recruiter by the franchisors. So the franchisors come to me and they want someone to like do the dirty work. They want someone to pre-screen these people, make sure they're financially qualified, make sure they live in a market that they have open, and really make sure that the candidate has the right skill set and mindset for that particular business. So by the time my candidates get to that franchisor's desk, all of those boxes are already checked and the, the level of conversation that they can enter into is just much higher.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they they want to eliminate the whim uh, buyers, the people that (laughs) – I call it the whim buyers, the people that maybe read a magazine article or talk to somebody or, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I think I'll do that without any real research. Uh, So I'm sure that's successful for the franchisors as well. Uh, let's talk about why franchising is a good investment, even in an uncertain economy like we're facing today.
1: It's such a great question. So, you know, if if we're all here on the phone, we're all business owners, and we want to control our destiny. Like the only way to do that is by owning businesses, right? So, I work with people that are investors that are looking for tax advantages of certain businesses that are looking to offset other income from maybe they're a high W two earner as a, a surgeon or a dentist, right? I work with all kinds of people. I also work with just people that are have worked in corporate America their entire life and they've been laid off because of the um, the economy, um, and so now they're looking. They're not ready to retire, and they're looking for the next hurrah. But they're like, well, why would I go back and do build somebody else's dream or do this again and maybe get laid off again in another three or five years? I want the control and the stability and the freedom that a business would provide. But I don't have a great idea. I've never started a business before. I've never owned a business, so I need the mentorship and support of a franchise. So really, when, I, when you step back and you look at what are you actually getting when you invest in a franchise, what you're really buying, Bill, is leadership. You're buying a relationship. So I'm coaching my people to be focused on the people and the toolbox that they've created and, and a belief that these people have an exciting vision for their future and they've, they've created tools to help them their franchisees accomplish building this brand over a certain amount of time. And you buy into that vision and understand how these tools can help you get up that learning curve faster. And you raise your hand say, yes, pick me to take your brand to my hometown and go build it. So we have proven plans and processes, and then we need people that can wake up and, and execute those proven plans and processes.
0: Excellent. You know, um, this is this next question is really important for our listeners who are selling a business as well. So from the standpoint of, we tell people a lot of times, you know, you need to create um, a, a, a franchise-like buying opportunity for your buyers, even if you're just a single location, because that's your competition. So let's talk a little bit about what the real value proposition of a franchise is. Why is it, uh, uh, you know, what goes into the kind of the the process book, if you will, um, the advertising, the marketing plans, all that kind of stuff. What are buyers really looking for and what's their value proposition?
1: Yep, I love that question and relating it to selling a business. So I always begin with my candidates with the end in mind. The very first question I want to know is what is your vision for your future and how long do you want to own this business? Because if someone says I want to build a business that I that will last me 10 years, that's a different investment than someone that says I want to ramp 5 locations over the next 5 years and then position this to sell. So one of the greatest advantages of a franchise is the potential to scale it fast because when you're entrepreneur and you have to stop and create all of the stuff that makes the business run efficiently it could take you i mean you guys know more than i three to five years or so to like get one location or to get your business like to feeling like it's stable and growing well i can take a franchisee with the right franchise systems and brand who can own five locations in five years so it, what you're buying in a franchise is the, uh, the infrastructure, the marketing, the proven marketing, the technology, uh, the proven business plan that enables you to hit the ground running from day one and be able to scale your business significantly faster because the wealth is going to be created through that scale. Now, also, most entrepreneurs work in their business. Franchisees work on their business. And that's why they can scale to multiple locations faster because no one location needs the owner in order for it to go. So, for example, um, if you've ever heard of Massage Envy, right? I, I can sure. have an owner or a Planet Fitness, right, that owns five or ten Massage Envies, but they're not working in any one of them, right? They hire somebody to sit behind the desk and they hire massage therapists. So, they're the CEO of a multiple store opportunity. Right? and they're managing staff, they're managing the strategy, they're managing the future growth, they're managing financials, they're working on it not in it so when we come back to that exit strategy what you've created when you come into a market let's say you're a first to market in in, pi- in a pioneering brand and you get to carve out the best demographics for three or five locations and you build those over you know three five years and now they're up and running and now maybe at the eight year mark the brand has kind of woke up and everybody wants one we saw this happen with Orange Theory Fitness right the whole world woke up and everybody wanted every. every at Orange Theory said, I want to own one of these, but like they were already sold out. So that is when there's an amazing exit strategy for those pioneering franchisees to say, well, there's no more territory, but I mean, I own five of them and they're all up and running. And so if you want to buy me out, you can pay me a five multiple of what I built and I'll go away. That's just supply and demand, right? right? I saw big exit strategies from some of those bigger, the brands that became big brands like Planet Fitness and Massage Envy, And, and those businesses won't necessarily hold on to that multiple. It's just where they were in the trend, right, that created that opportunity for exit. So coming back to the original question, when I first start with candidates, it's what is your vision? How long do you want to be involved with this? Because I want you to consider selling it because that resale value is part of the full roi of what you've built
0: now you've mentioned a few you know large brand names i think everybody knows those brand names out there if you don't you know why not uh, but i've got i have uh, attended uh franchise expo at the anaheim convention center you know a couple of years ago and we still did those kind of things and um it was huge. It was massive. It was the entire convention floor, plus it overflowed into others. There were franchises representing everything that you can imagine, uh, like I said, probably in the, in the numbers of uh, more than hundreds, probably close to you know, in the thousands. So how does someone figure out, how do you do this, Kim? How do you figure out the best investment for someone's goals, finances, and dreams? Because I had no idea that there were that many franchise opportunities out there.
1: That's so great. It's like a setup, Bill. Come on. I paid you to say ask that question. Well, that's why I have a business. <laughs> so I spent 18 years I, I building relationships. I worked for rela-
0: too, Kim. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I spent 18 years building relationships in this industry, right? So that's why you use someone like me. Who, who can say, like, these are my friends. Like, I know these people don't oversell their franchise. I've se- You know, I've placed people into this business, and I've seen them go on to become millionaires in their business. So that's why people use me, because you're getting a referral, if you will, into a solid franchise organization that I've had a relationship with. Because you're right, it's a daunting task to think about where do I even begin. And if you're using Entrepreneur's Top 500, or, you know, that's going to be based 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 on system-wide sales, and that's one indication of how happy franchisees are if they're making money, but it's not the only indication, right? So when someone like me who has their pulse on the inside of hundreds of companies, I'm giving like a referral, but I also just don't bring my candidates one company. It's like you don't have to take my word for it. I'm going to bring you back three to five options that match this model that we've built, and then I'm going to teach you how to do proper due diligence so you can decide for yourself who is the right partner, right? So it's up to the candidate to say, you know, this part, this this kind of investor may like, um, you know, a, a billion-dollar franchisor like Regis that owns Supercuts. And then for somebody who's very entrepreneurial, a billion-dollar company backing them could feel like, They're just going back into corporate America that they just left. So, on the one hand, this uh, investor makes that makes them feel safe to have the Titanic behind them. And on the other hand, this investor that's more entrepreneurial says that feels like suffocation. I want to be, I'd rather be one of the first 10 franchisees. So, I am gathering again, going through a very specific process that gathers all this data. And I have years of history in this industry and relationships that my candidates get to leverage.
0: Could you uh, address uh, how, many, how many franchises do you think there are out there in, in very round numbers?
1: Um, I, I usually the number three to 4,000 gets thrown out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I, mm-hmm. So I'm actually like a franchisee of a company called FranChoice. So, I, I pay royalties. I get supported by a corporate. It makes people laugh, right? You're a franchisee of a company that helps other people buy franchises? Why, yes? Because <laughs> why do it alone? It's the, it's the having support, it's having training. And my franchisor in Minneapolis, they, it's their job to actually go to all of those shows and find the franchisors that want help growing their brands and bringing them into my inventory. And we get trained on new franchises every week. We have new training calls. And then we sell out brands, and so they go out of our inventory. So my inventory is very dynamic. Finding the right franchise is not the hard part for me. For me, it's finding the candidate that has real clear goals about what they want to use this business for. Once I have a candidate that is very clear about what they want to achieve through the business, it's easy for me then to pick the vehicle because I have enough experience. I know how to do that.
0: I think one question our listeners might be thinking of is, you know, I, I live in a certain part of the country. Are, um, can you help me find those franchises who, who are um, not quite in prime time, in my area, but they 're on fire in other areas of the country? in other words, where are those real opportunities? How can I get into that, that uh, franchise that's going to take that 's being received very well, let's say in um, in the the midwest and it 's heading to California, but it 's not quite there yet?
1: Oh yes, absolutely. I love pioneering brands and um, that's like my I believe that the first to market advantage is one of the greatest advantages you can have but it has to go with the right investor mindset but absolutely I have no restriction in territory because it's not my job to decide if the territory is the right one it's between the candidate and the franchisor so once I have a candidate who I believe fits a certain profile that makes them a fit for a certain franchise and I do the territory check the franchise is doing a high level like yes demographically that territory meets our minimums send the candidate over and then the franchisor and the candidate work together during that four to six week due diligence process to really look at the market and understand the opportunity in that market and to to come to the conclusion mutually that that candidate is a good fit and that market is viable
0: what do you think the um The trend is, as you look into the future with Amazon and things like COVID and things like that, uh, kind of probably dissuading people from having certain types of franchises. But the the two you mentioned are health and fitness and uh, and wellness, uh, Orange Theory and and Massage Envy you mentioned earlier. Are they Um, service-oriented? What do you see in, in your crystal ball?
1: Yep. You know what? This year has been so great. So years ago, one of the first mentors I had in franchising told me, Kim, in good times and bad, franchising wins. So people always invest in franchises. In good times, people want more of the American dream, and they're buying those sexy, fun businesses, the ones I just mentioned, right? But in bad times, people get laid off, they're in transition, they they're fear they can't find another job getting paid what they're worth, or they don't want to go back and end up getting laid off again. So they create an opportunity opportunity by buying a franchise. But what they buy at that time may be more needs-based businesses, right? But either way, franchising wins. Now, this year, I've seen that. So we're finishing up the year. I'm one of the top consultants in the country. I am right on track with where I was last year with the number of people and the, the, the opportunities I've created, which is unbelievable to me in a pandemic. But it speaks to this fact But what people bought this year were, like, laundromats and cleaning companies. And the the, the range of companies I was working with this year did change. Junk removal, it's huge right now. Everybody's home, I guess, cleaning out their closets and their garages. So every (laughs) business that I'm bringing – but yesterday I just did a fitness deal up in Montana. You know, so we, I work with one of the largest fitness franchisors in the world. And during the shutdown, when all of their clubs, they own eight major brands under their corporate umbrella. So across all eight of their brands, they added 25,000 new memberships system-wide. All of their clubs were closed. You know why? Because they have a virtual, they have a virtual platform. That's like Peloton. So when the mom and pop, gym goers had no place to go they were looking for a virtual workout so when I say you're buying leadership this is what I mean the this franchisor says we are better because of the shutdown because we attracted people that we might have never attracted and they believe they'll hold on to a certain percentage of those people I mean is that the most abundant thinking you've ever heard (laughs) So I'm telling my candidates that's what we're looking for. We don't, it doesn't matter whether you're selling you know, dog walking or changing oil or cutting hair. It doesn't matter so long as you relate and see the opportunity in that space. What matters in the franchise is who are the people that are behind this brand and what is their vision for the future and how financially backed are they to keep adapting and growing So every franchise that I'm showing this year has an amazing story of adaptation adaptation during COVID. Otherwise, why would I show it, right? I mean, if if a candidate's going to go out there (laughs) and the franchisor has got their head in the sand, and and more importantly, the franchisees that have already invested in this company are like scared out of their minds. I mean, that's not going to go anywhere. And fortunately for me, in like my inventory at franchise, we have very, very few companies that are like that. I mean, that speaks to what franchise does for me in terms of creating and finding those franchises that are backed by incredible leaders that really have the opportunity, a business opportunity to deliver to people in good times and bad. So even the things that we would assume may not work this year, I tell my candidates don't make that assumption. Keep an open mind. Because when you get to where you can start interviewing franchise owners, that's part of what we do. It's called validation, where you get to validate the business model through the eyes and mouth of somebody who's already jumped off the diving board.
0: Kim, great information. Great information. Talk about great stories, but we have to run on, unfortunately, today. It's been terrific. Uh, A real shot in the arm, (laughs) so to speak. (laughs) And your service is free. Again, you can check out Kim's website, uh, The daily d-a-l-y coach the daily d-a-l-y coach.com learn more about her and what she does and again uh get in touch with her it's it it would be a fantastic uh idea for anybody who's considering franchising to first get in touch with kim daily kim you've been terrific and i really enjoyed uh, having you on i'd love to have you on at some point in the future and catch up with you see how things are going maybe uh in 2021
1: It's a cliffhanger. We'll pick up right where we left off, Bill. Thank you so much. God bless you. Happy holidays.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.